Welcome to Slug's bi-weekly Slug Soundwaves podcast. Here, in our print mag and on slugmag.com, enjoy our curated content that highlights the best of Utah's alternative and underrepresented music, arts, events, and community subcultures. If Slug has benefited you or someone you love, consider contributing to sustain our existence. Head to slugmag.com slash donate to join our community of donors. All year round, the Utah Pride Center offers daily programs for LGBTQ plus children, families, seniors, and adults. From social groups and special events to individual counseling and suicide prevention, the center's mission is to empower, unite, and celebrate Utah's LGBTQ plus community. Learn how you can get involved at utahpridecenter.org. For tickets and more information about this year's Pride celebrations taking place June 1st through June 4th in Salt Lake City, visit utahpride.org. KRCL was founded in 1979 to bring a more diverse voice to Salt Lake City and surrounding areas. KRCL is community-funded and supported, which allows diverse commercial-free programming that varies from indie to hip-hop, blues to bluegrass, metal, punk, indigenous, and bilingual programs. And every weekday at 6 p.m., KRCL's Radioactive brings you grassroots activism and civic engagement with punk rock farming and live local music on Fridays. Tune in to KRCL at 90.9 FM, stream at krcl.org, or download the app on the App Store. Shh, are you listening? This is Slug Sandwich. So I'm hostage. I guess I've, I've been called like a hyper pop artist by a lot of people. Uh, I don't really know what I would call it, but yeah, no, I'm from Utah, uh, Orem to be exact. And uh, I just dropped a project called Dismissal. I would describe it as like very, very eclectic. What really got me like started was just like, uh, my sister was like into like super like uh, new metal type stuff. Like it was like the earlier 2000s. So that's like one of my main influences, just like early 2000s rock and stuff. And then I pull from like electronic rap, like I pull from everywhere basically. I'm kind of just like a, I guess a sponge in that regard. I was, I was into like different stuff at first, I guess. And then I started like seeing artists online that were kind of doing this type of sound. And I was really drawn to it. I thought it was really, really cool, really different. Like I saw a lot of people experimenting with like electronic stuff and like pop stuff. And I thought that the melding of those two was cool as well as like rock and stuff. Um, so yeah, what drew me into it was just like being online all the time. Like I just saw like a bunch of people that were like my age on the internet doing it. Like I've always just like liked music. My mom was always putting me in like piano classes and stuff for a little bit of time. Like I was a kid who was like, I was just like in and out of just like different like classes and like sports and stuff just because like, I don't know, they never like held my attention for very long or if it was like a thing where it was like, 
for some reason my brain it felt like it wasn't like iterative enough like i like i felt like i had to be like perfect on the first try with like everything so i would just be like well i'm not like god right now so i'm done like i would just leave and music uh a lot of piano classes and guitar classes were kind of like that when i was little i was in like a i guess it's, it was called let's play music it's just like a neighborhood little music program where you learn music theory and then also in school, I was in like a couple of like, um, I don't know what you call it, like, like, like plays and stuff. I was in a couple of plays at school and sang a couple of times, but never really stuck with like choir. Like it was just like a thing that I had to do at that point. So my background is like not like super extensive. It's really just like that one class that I took when I was like five and then like a little bit of choir. And I took like a songwriting class in junior high. I never really stuck with those things, but like like creating music and just being like involved with it was always super cool to me so i just like i kept doing stuff with music not those specific things because they weren't like i hadn't found exactly what it was that i wanted to do yet i guess figuring like once i once i figured out how to like actually like record shit then that was it like just having people put me in like a lane because i didn't know how to like make my own like music i guess how I like started like with all my equipment and shit like I got all my equipment because I wanted to make vocal covers on YouTube and not even like really like my own original stuff like I just wanted to make vocal covers because when I was like I don't know 14 I like learned how to scream and I practice every day and I was like I need to make a cover because I saw hella people on YouTube doing it and so that's what I wanted to do and, you know I got a DAW and then I was like oh holy shit like you could just make your own shit in here and so then that's kind of like you know kind of sparked from there <laughs> Dismissal is an album. It's me and uh, CM10, another local artist who's literally crazy, one of the craziest artists I've ever heard. I mean, I had like a bunch of ideas and for I think like a year and a half now, maybe two years, we've been collaborating. The album is basically the perfect summation of everything that I was like feeling at the time. Like I, I feel like a, a way that I characterize those emotions is like a big ass like ball of static. It's like a big ass ball of static, but then outside out of it, like sometimes like a fully formed shape will come out and then dive back in and then it'll be like a different one and dive back in. And so that's kind of like how I feel like this, um, this like project sounds. Uh, just perfect summation of everything I was feeling. Just like chaos but then like fully formed ideas coming out of the chaos and melding into new, like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Like taking like a brief moment of clarity. Uh, it's like respite within like chaos and then just immediately like sucked back the fuck into it. And it's like cool because it's like chaos, but it's like very, very controlled chaos, like pointing you in a certain direction. Make sure nobody knows I'm at the end of my road It's how every day goes Wait for the end of the road I, personally at least, I listen to it and also, I don't know, I've heard, you know, feedback from the album and like people would DM me and tell me like, yo, I can totally relate to this. And I just want so I wanted to make something that would resonate with people on like a way deeper level, because that's like what I like about music. Um, 
And so, yeah, it just draws back into that, like, controlled chaos pointing you in a direction. Like, people can come in, look into my brain, see all this, like, weird garbled mess, but see, like, at least the reason why the garbled mess is there. So used is it's like super inspired by like a lot of like post hardcore bands I was listening to at the time and also just like that I've listened to in the past and then also um, shoegaze stuff because it has like that like shoegazy like big wall of sound guitar sound and then like my favorite band of all time Lower Definition they're like a post hardcore band they have this crazy ass album called uh, The Greatest of All Lost Arts and that's kind of where I drew from on this uh, at least instrumentally. I, I don't know. I, 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 I wanted to make something like that for a long time. Just like some crazy like post-hardcore stuff with like time signature changes. I'm a big fan of time signature changes. And so that's like a... Or not time signature changes, but like tempo changes. And there is that in this. And I fuck with it. Uh, I love when in a song it'll be like one crazy like breakdown section. And then all of a sudden it'll be like another section that's like slower. But like has like the same amount of like energy and shit. So I wanted to do something like that. Uh, but like thematically... It's kind of like me talking to myself a little bit. That's like in the lyrics, it's like, it says like eyes low used and I know you. It's kind of just like me talking to myself, like saying like looking at myself and being like, yo, like I can tell like you're tired as fuck from all of this like shit that's going on. Like I, I see you and I get you. So it's like that talking to myself, but also talking to like, you know, whoever could be listening. And then also it like kind of delves into there's like this aspect, I guess, of myself where it's like I feel like. I have a lot of like shit I gotta work on, but then I feel like if I work on that shit, then I won't have what makes me like creatively distinct at the same time. So it's like you wanna fix the problems or whatever that you may have, but you feel like if you don't, if you do, then you're, you're gonna lose whatever like, I don't know, edge or whatever that you have, you know, that gives you, um, that gives you your creative ability. At least that's how I feel. Like I, I've had times where it's like, damn, like I'm really making progress. And then I look at the music and it's like, oh, damn, this shit's really not making progress. So then it's like, so then like, it's not even like I'm really like, okay, now I have to go back into this mode of not trying to like improve myself or trying to like work on whatever issues it may be or whatever the case may be. But like, almost like instinctively it happens. Like it just kind of like regresses a little bit back because it's like, I need to go back, recede back into the, whatever the old thing is, re recede back into the chaos a little bit so that I can have something to like draw from. Feel like I'm running out of options. Is it just me or is the option? I need another way to stop this. Feels like I've been here way too many times. So this is concealer sonically kind of just sat down and wanted to make like a just like a hyper pop beat it was like i was making a lot of hyper pop beats at the time and somebody had sent me like a like a guitar track like that little guitar section that shows up at the end of the song that's what they sent me and then everything else on the beat was kind of like made around that like i didn't end up using the guitar until like the very end but yeah i just like i wanted to combine a bunch of different stuff that i had lying around like drum kits and stuff yeah, I don't know. There's not too much to explain about it because I kind of just, it kind of just, I don't know, sat down and made it. It was one of those ones. So then I recorded vocals on it, sent it to CM10, and he added the insane drop section at the end. Yeah, I don't know. The rest is history. The song is crazy. I don't know. Uh -huh. 
what it's about, it kind of plays on some of the same themes as used. It, it's it's more so like what this feeling is and some certain things that it's causing. Like just this feeling of like, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like I don't really have very many options left because I feel like, you know, no matter what, at the first sign of like progress, I'm going to instantly, ex- instinctively, like whether I can help it or not, draw back. And it's talking about how I feel like I've kind of created this for myself, like this type of a thing. And it's like comforting, but at the same time suffocating, basically. I mean, I literally say, yeah, I'm not struggling. I can hardly breathe, but I'm finally free. Like, you know, it's like the comfort of feeling freedom and being in your comfort zone, despite it being like full of problems. But then it was also like a, an allusion to like, I don't know, like a self-harm type of stuff. The drop is kind of basically supposed to be like the break basically that happens after this whole journey of like figuring it out, like figuring out what these feelings are and trying to figure it out, trying to make sense of them and then not being able to make sense of them. So you just regress back into the comfort zone that, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then there's the line like take my pain and then the taking of the pain is what the drop is supposed to be. Dead Swan is, uh, we just wanted to have an acoustic song on it, I guess. (laughs) And so I had a couple of ideas that I made because prior to what Dismissal ended up being, it was kind of going to be like a a more lo-fi acoustic thing. Like I had another version of it made where it was like lo-fi acoustic demos. I had like probably six or seven demos made, but I just didn't end up like actually finishing them or, uh, uh, like fully fleshing them out just because i didn't really like them as much besides dead swan and what it's about so the idea of like a dead swan to me at least when i was like writing was like it's like a sad beauty in like seeing somebody that has been battered and like put through the ringer by like all of these uh, uh i guess feelings that i'm talking about in the prior songs so that's like the imagery of like dead swan that I liked. Like it's like a dead swan of like a corpse of a swan. It's like dancing like in the water type thing. That's what the collapse and turn in timeline is about. Yeah, I don't know. This song is basically kind of just like about things that happen as a product of like drawing back into that comfort zone that I was talking about. Uh, like I talk about like I feel like I'm chasing a ghost, which is like how I feel sometimes when I'm doing like better where it's like you're doing better but there's no like friction that's leading to like any type of creative growth or anything and so then i'm like going and so i oftentimes feel myself like trying to like draw back from like these old feelings and stuff to like kind of like invoke something you know that will like make something good in my eyes but since it's like me drawing back and i know that i'm like making this progress or whatever it kind of like feels a little like sometimes it will feel like hollow because it's like not in the moment it's me like trying to like go back i know that i shouldn't you know and that's where like the beauty comes from is because it's like sure like whatever friction may be it may like really suck in the moment but how i look about how i look at it is it's like super like it's beautiful one and it's and two it's like useful because most of the time where i felt this like quote unquote friction or static the most is where like my best work has come out of which is like maybe a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with creating but 
I feel like I've found that it's just kind of how I work the best. So uh, we're about to get into Fleeting. Uh, I picked this song as the feature song because I think it's the most fun song on the album to listen to, both sonically uh, and uh, structurally. And uh, we also just released a music video for it. So I hope you guys enjoy. I've been wasting all my time on moments. You can find me online on Twitter at Lil Hostage, on Instagram at underscore hostage, and uh, YouTube at hostage. Also, at TikTok, hostage has arrived as well. New single coming soon, music video out now, and that's it. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Soundwaves, please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on iTunes. Did you enjoy this episode of Slug Soundwaves? You and the local community can continue to enjoy Slug Mag's content for free, but please consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution. Each contribution, no matter the amount, helps support Slug's creation of thoughtful media coverage on SLC's music, arts, events, and community subcultures. Head over to slugmag.com donate to make your contribution today. As soon as it's over, making the long drive.